You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. I am so excited today because we get to talk with some of our, one of our favorite people from one of our favorite organizations <laughs> and just excited to get to share uh, this story with you. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Today we get to talk with our friends from LWML. And uh, if you don't know much about LWML, stay tuned because you're going to learn about LWML today and some of the stories of uh, what's happening among LWML these days. Joining us today, Debbie Larson, president of Lutheran Women's Missionary League, also known as Lutheran Women in Mission. Debbie, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. And thank you for having me. Good morning, Andy and Sarah. (laughs) Good morning. It's so always a joy to get to chat with you. Uh, For our listeners who might not know what LWML is, um, could you share with them what what you, when when people ask you, what is LWML and why is everything purple? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Actually, my coffee mug this morning is purple (laughs) and it says... Jesus, our rock and our refuge. So uh, uh, Scott, my husband, drinks a lot of coffee out of many purple mugs. (laughs) What is the LWML? The LWML is the Lutheran Women's Missionary League or Lutheran Women in Mission. Uh, We are an official auxiliary of the LCMS. Um, You know what? We are women who know what God has done for us. And then we respond to that. Uh, that uh, gift of love and mercy by studying scripture and sharing his love and mercy with others. And we are givers. Uh, we we have what we call mites, um, which are donations uh, that we use to support missionaries around the world. Um, and, you know, we reach out, but we also reach in to our congregations, uh, supporting and encouraging every woman. Um, we are a sisterhood of believers. You know, many people think that the LWML is made up of older women, uh, but I am seeing an influx of younger women who love their Lord and want to serve. They're bringing uh, new ways and ideas to share Jesus with their families, their communities, and beyond. Uh, is it evident that I love this organization? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's that is fantastic. Uh, and and I know so many women who also uh, love the LWML and uh, love to tell all of their friends about all of the the great work that uh, LWML does. Uh, in in the most recent Lutheran Women's Quarterly, uh, you shared memories of your life on a farm as a child. Can you tell us a little bit of your story? Oh, okay. Uh, First of all, thank you for mentioning our magazine, the Lutheran Women's Quarterly. If anybody listening is interested in reading this publication, I can promise you it's worthwhile. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you go to our website, which is lwml.org, and click on news and events, you can uh, get your quarterly. You can receive it electronically or order your own copy. So now back to the farm. (laughs) I grew up... Uh, on a farm in northeastern North Dakota, and I really did have an ideal childhood. Uh, This foundation that I took for granted. Uh, But as you go out into the world, you realize what a gift it is to have parents who love the Lord. They loved each other, they worked hard, and they appreciated all that God gave them. 
It's hmm. a, a beautiful picture. Now, in your story in the, the Lutheran Women's Quarterly about life on the farm, you shared about um, the, the time for planting every year and that every member of the family had some role in planting. Why was it important that everyone in the family had a role in this planting process? Oh, yes, I did. I talked about the planting of our gardens each spring. And when I say gardens, I mean gardens. Uh um, of course, I thought they were miles and miles of gardens, but they, they weren't all that big uh, because we were all members of the family and we were all expected to participate in the responsibilities, in the works, and also then in the rewards, which was, of course, food on the table, heat in the house. Um, so we were really a family unit and we did everything together. As a child, what was your perspective on these responsibilities of planting and, and, and working in the garden. Oh, Andy, it was awful. <laughs> it was just awful. <laughs> I thought my parents were so hard on me and my siblings. Uh, I remember on Saturday mornings uh, during the school year, we would close our eyes because we'd be reading in bed and my mother would come in and she'd say, wake up, wake up. There's chores <laughs> to do. Uh, responsibilities. We had a lot of them, um, especially on weekends. Uh, we always helped make the meals. We always helped clean up anything that needed to be done outside in the garden or with the chickens. Mm -hmm. um, but little did I know how much I learned from each of those tasks. What, what have you learned? How has your perspective changed today on, on, on these responsibilities and, and of planting seeds? Oh, and I do think that you, as you grow, your perspective does change. Um, uh, we are all members of God's family through baptism, and I think we're privileged to work, um, to participate in the work and the rewards of being a child of God. So our work is planting the seeds. So my perspective uh, as a Lutheran woman in mission is uh, to share God's love and mercy with others, plant those seeds. And uh, I know that I may not see the fruit of that planting, uh, but I think we all trust that God will work in the hearts of those that we've had the privilege to serve and mentor. So oh, how would you say that your perspective changed over time? How did it change from that, that oh, this is such a chore, to, <laughs> <laughs> this is a privilege? I think, I think you grow up, um, and, and as a Christian, you grow in the Word, and I think also being part of the LWML. You know, one of the churches that Scott and I joined after we moved to Houston years ago, now we're in Colorado, but when we moved to Houston, uh, we took a new membership class. And um, we were told in that class that that church was a family. And if your child didn't show up for a meal, you would go in search of that child. And they said, if you don't show up for church, we will come in search of you because you are now part of our family. And I think that's what L.W. Malley is too many women. We're a family. Uh, we laugh together. We hold each other accountable. And we mentor each other. So, so the fact that we get to be responsible is a privilege. I don't think there's a week that goes by also that I don't receive in the mail uh, or a phone call of encouragement from my sisters in Christ. So it's really easy to have good perspective and good outlook when you have this Christian support and prayer. You, your story on planting seeds it was just, I really enjoyed reading it. And, and it, it really 
it, it was very thought provoking for me. And so that's why I keep bringing it up and want to talk about it today. Um, it was, was very thought provoking. How is that? How do women, Lutheran women in mission, um, plant seeds today? What are the ways that, that you're given to plant seeds? Oh, um, well, first of all, on our website, we have so many resources uh, for any woman that wants to share God. And so, so I think for our women, they can go there. But in every gathering of Lutheran women in the LWML, we emphasize being in the Word. We begin with prayer and Bible study. And then if you know what the Lord has done for you, I think you're compelled to respond in gratitude. And so the Lutheran Women in Mission plant the seeds of the gospel because of what God has done for us. And that, that Andy and Sarah, that's a privilege beyond measure. Mm -hmm. How does doing all of these things in community uh, together with Sisters in Christ make a difference for, uh, in, for individuals, but also for the, the Lutheran community uh, on a broader scale? I think that uh, we reflect the love of God. I think that we become Jesus to those around us, and they can see Jesus working in and through us. Uh, and uh, and that's, you know, I mean, in this world right now, in 2020, uh, <laughs> when the love of Christ is so needed and that unity is so important, um, I think that as every single day, every single woman who shares Jesus in some way, whether it's in line at the grocery store uh, or with her neighbor, uh, I think that that shares that gospel message throughout the world. Even the, that picture of your family, all the kids helping with planting in the garden, um, how it was important that the whole family be involved. I, I can see that parallel here as well when planting seeds of the gospel, uh, that, that it's important that all the members of the family have a role in that planting. And some might be more visible, some might be um, not as visible, but still important in that process of planting seeds. Um, and, and I think you, uh, that's something that I see LWML. Sometimes there are things that are very visible. We get to see some of those stories in Lutheran's, Lutheran Women's Quarterly or um, on the website or on social media or as we share them here. But some of them are kind of behind the scenes and we don't necessarily hear about them as much. Those, those opportunities for planting seeds. Um, are there any stories that you'd like to share about planting seeds today? Maybe starting with some that are perhaps behind the scenes that we that we don't hear about as much? You know, uh, when when you're on the national level, the LWML, you tend to look at the big picture um, mm -hmm. and you want to offer those um, resources um, and products that will help each woman in their community. But you do, it is always good to go back and look at the um, the grassroots and and remember all of these programs that they are touching people one-on-one. -on -one. And I remember I was upset because I had been to something at the national level and I went to uh, my church um, uh, group meeting and I was saying, I couldn't believe I didn't know one of our members was in the hospital. How could I have missed that? And I just felt so uh, lacking and, and that should have been so important. And 
uh, one of the women looked at me and she said, Debbie, we all have a part to play. Your part may not be, you may not have been here when it was announced in church because you were out of town, but that you play a part, let us play a part. And so when you look at the whole family, Mm-hmm. Uh, the family of Christ or your family, your per- your particular family, that you remember that everybody plays a part and every single part um, uh, gives glory to God. We're talking with Debbie Larson, president of Lutheran Women's Missionary League, and we have more to share, more stories to share and uh, upcoming events as well. So we want to share those with you right here on the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We are talking with Debbie Larson, president of LWML, Lutheran Women's Missionary League, or Lutheran Women in Mission. And uh, I, I always love our chats uh, just to, to catch up on what's going on with LWML. I know that this year has been, um, these last, what, six months or so have been kind of challenging uh, because so many people have had to stay home in order to be safe. Um, what are some of the stories from LWML uh, zones and, and uh, congregational groups as well that you've uh, had the privilege of hearing and, and, and get to share with, uh, with us today and with our listeners? Thank you, Andy. Um, you know, it's, it's been a challenge, like you said. Uh, we had actually... Uh, 40 district conventions that should have been happening in person around the nation uh, this summer and, and and through September. And only one of them was able to meet in person. And so uh, zone events have been um, canceled for the most part, uh, probably for last spring and now also for this fall. Uh, but you hear um, through our Facebook page, uh, and and just uh, through stories that that shared by uh, LWML women, the wonderful, <clears throat> inventive ideas that are being shared just just among the district presidents, and then they share them uh, with their members of what they can do without uh, without actually meeting. Uh, they are uh, meeting uh, through Zoom Bible studies or. Uh, they're making sure that somebody's calling everybody in their congregations. Uh, they're doing servant events without meeting. They do things together in their own, or, or in their own homes individually, and then they bring them all together. Um, they're still ser- they're still giving to food banks. They're still making quilts. Um, they're not letting anything stop them. It's it's exciting to see. 
That is very exciting. Uh, and, and what blessings we have with all of this technology to be able to continue to do all of these things uh, without being able to meet together. Uh, there's still so many opportunities to serve our neighbors and to share the gospel uh, through the internet or through other, other ways. How does, uh, how does the LWML support um, these global missions and, and global outreach uh, around the world? The LWML, you know, was organized in 1942 because Lutheran women, women saw a need um, and they wanted to share Jesus. And so, as you know, that need is still there. Um, LWML supports uh, mission work in their communities and around the world. Much of the work in their communities is through mission service. That's hands-on work. Uh, but a large part of what we do is uh, the mission grants that we support locally and worldwide. Um, and like I said, there are 40 uh, districts. They all adopt mission grants to support in every biennium. And at the national convention, all those districts come together and they support national mission grants. If you add up all of the district and national mission grants for just one two-year period, it totals more than $7 million. Now that's a lot of mission work. And that does not include all of the mission service projects done by every local congregation. Hmm. What are some of the mission projects or the, the um, outreaches that organizations that have received these mission grants from LWML when you're talking about, especially on the, the national level? Oh, so I've talked about the money, but the heart of LWML is uh, that the funds support our missionaries and souls are saved for Christ. Uh, the lost are given hope and uh, those that are suffering find comfort in Christ's mercy. And this is done through our mission grants. Um, so you, if you look on our website, again, lwml.org, you'll find not only the current grants that we're supporting, but a history of every single grant that we've supported since 1942 mm -hmm. um, and resources available so that anybody can share those grants with their local congregations. So currently we have 21 mission grants and today we've been blessed to pay 72% of those grants. Uh, and our goal, of course, is to pay every single one of those grants by March 31st, which will be the end of our fiscal year. So, um, uh, so let me think, um, mission grants. Uh, we have a mission grant, it's our mission grant number eight, which is the Lights for Christ Scholarships in Guatemala. Now this, um, the Lights for Christ program uh, was developed by a church in Wichita, Kansas, collaborating with a church in Guatemala. And this grant, uh, which is for $95,000, will help children and their families who right now live in a garbage dump. Uh, will help them with food, clothing, shelter, schooling, and always, always sharing that this help, they are getting this help because Jesus loves them. So these Guatemalan children and their families um, right now are also worshiping at Divine Savior. So they are worshiping on a regular basis. So that's one of our grants. Uh, another one, oh, it's called Christ for You Anytime, Anywhere. <laughs> that was a grant uh, that the um, uh, 
delegation in, at the last convention in Mobile, Alabama, chose for a KFUO. And I believe we just paid that in August. And we have, I believe there there is a a virtual uh, reception of the uh, <laughs> that check uh, <laughs> that we'll be sharing. All the, the the fun that we can have with technology to make those uh, those moments happen. And we are so grateful for the support that LWML has provided for KFUO through the years. How are how do you see KFUO and LWML? Um, having a, a shared mission, a common mission. What is it that we have in common that, uh, that, that LWML is so generous to support KFUO with a mission grant to do this work? Certainly. Um, LWML uh, is a proud supporter of KFUO because KFUO supports the mission of Christ. You know, you share the gospel. We love that the gospel message uh, reaches uh, so far. They reach the homebound. Uh, those in prison, they reach our military and thousands more each day through KFUO. You're part of our family, and we're very, very pleased and privileged to be able to support uh, this ministry. What are some of the other ways that uh, LWML supports missions? Are there other, uh, other local or uh, national grants that are, that are exciting news to share? Well, they all are. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, it's hard to pick out just one grant, but really go to the LWML website and click on missions. And, the, and there's just so much, you know, if you, if, if you can once a month, uh, pick a mission and then go to that, uh, that missions resources, uh, which will tell you more about that, that particular mission and who they are reaching and how they are reaching them. And then there's also, um, what's it called? Uh, Your Mites Have Made an Impact. It's again, it's a tab under missions. And it's got stories, personal stories of people that have been touched by uh, the, the love of Christ through, through each grant. And they are heart-wrenching, wonderful stories uh, because, because every Every dollar given really does reach people for Christ. So coming up in September, there's a there's an exciting thing happening with LWML. Can you tell us about September to remember? I will. We actually, if uh, right on our website right now on the homepage, we are sharing a different story every week. Week. Um, we are doing September to Remember as a campaign, very similar to a Giving Tuesday, which normally happens after Thanksgiving, but, but our September to Remember will be September 15th. And so on the website, we're not only remembering uh, to give to, to missions, but we're doing that by honoring those that have mentored us. And so there are stories on the website daily, it's, it'll be changed daily about those people that have uh, mentored us and uh, uh, let us grow in our our faith. And they are they're great stories. But the so at any time you can you can go to the website and donate, and that money again goes directly to mission grants. And, and we have a ma I'm sorry we have we have uh, uh, matching funds of ten thousand dollars, so your money will double. Whatever you give will double, which is very exciting. Outstanding. Uh, we have uh, just uh, about uh, two minutes left. And I know that in 2021, there's an event coming up as well. 
um, in Lexington, Kentucky, right? That is correct. We have um, our, and I'm looking right now, Convention Central. We have our convention in Lexington, which is um, uh, running the race, looking to Jesus. And that will be in June. I'm looking for the dates because I should know these off the top of my uh, <laughs> okay. June 24th through 27th. We are we are praying that we will be able to have that in person <laughs> uh, because, as you know, uh, COVID just rears its its ugly head. Mm -hmm. But I don't think anything can hold Lutheran women down, whether we <laughs> whether we hold this event in person or uh, virtually. Um, uh, God will work through the LWML because we put him first. So that will be in Lexington. And uh, we are looking forward to uh, so many wonderful uh, speakers that are going to talk about um, how our mission grants are actually uh, uh, being used and and whose lives we are touching through that. We have special uh, luncheons, and I believe Andy Bates is going to be hosting one of our luncheons. I am absolutely honored to get to be there <laughs> to uh, to host a special. And we are looking event. forward to, to um, since they did not get to get together as districts, uh, because, you know, we can accomplish a lot virtually, but there's nothing like being together. Um, and uh, so, so we're we're praying for that. That is outstanding. Lwml.org is that the right website? Yes, it is. Very good. <laughs> Find out more there about uh, September to remember, as well as the 2021 National Convention and all the great stories about the mission grants there as well. Our guest today, Debbie Larson, President LWML. Debbie, thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour and sharing these wonderful stories with us today. Well, thank you for letting me join you. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.